What's up, guys? Welcome back to the XU Podcast. After quite the break, I missed you guys, and I missed being on the microphone, missed talking with you on Thursdays. This is your host, Andrew Widmer, and if you're a listener to the podcast, you know that I've been a little MIA the past month. I The last episode I put out was October, end of October, and was going to put out some episodes in November. I went to some shows in November that I wanted to talk about. But I also wanted to give myself a little bit of a break. I was kind of hitting a wall and running into a lot of uh, writer's block, I guess you can say, in terms of what to talk about on episodes, what to kind of discuss. So I said, you know what? I've been doing this podcast since October of 2021, so almost two years with really no breaks. There had definitely been times where I would go a week or two without an episode, but I wanted to just give myself a step back time to breathe, kind of reset, and be able to bring you guys the best episodes and content that I can when it comes to talking about dance music on the XU podcast. So I do apologize for the break. I appreciate everybody who is tuning in after over a month of no episodes, but I think it was a good reset. I had moved to New York back in August, and between that, between work, between just a lot of stuff going on, the podcast, I couldn't really give it my full attention. And I want to be able to obviously give you guys, like I said, the best episodes. Um, So you want to listen and that you enjoy listening and that the things that I'm talking about on here with guests and just by myself, like today when I'm on a microphone by myself, you know, are worth listening to. So again, love you guys, appreciate you guys. And I'm happy to be back. I really am. Talking dance music getting on the podcast and really just discussing whatever it is that I want to talk about that hopefully you guys enjoy listening to is why I started it. And I'm excited to kind of be re-energized and ready to get interviews, talk about shows I go to, talk about music and albums coming out. And we're going to kick back with kind of covering the past month that I missed, uh, talking about some things in the news, in the dance music world. This is a solo episode. Um, And I know I always say I have guests on the way. I have some episodes banked that I was able to do during the break, which I'm excited to share. But for the first one back, I just wanted to kind of come on solo dance as we do on this show and talk some dance music. So um, again, if there's a week moving forward where there really isn't much to talk about, I'm not going to force episodes. I really was doing that a lot this fall. I think more than I had liked. I want to obviously be consistent so you have something to look forward to. If you're a fan of the show, if you like listening, you know that on Thursdays there can be an episode. So I'm going to do my best to obviously keep episodes consistent, but I'm not going to be too hard on myself and obviously want to give you a good product to listen to. So uh, what have I been up to? I mentioned went to a couple shows in October. I really slowed down my show frequency I would say this year. If you guys remember following the podcast back in 2021 and really 2022, I was hitting shows left and right. Living in Boston, I would go to basically any artist that I had a remote connection to that came through town. I would be going to shows at Big Night Live, going to The Grand, going to Roadrunner, Bijou. I would be going on the boat cruise, which is one of my favorites. Um, And I was hitting shows almost like every week, every other week. 
And I think I got a little bit of burnout. I think that may have correlated to some of the podcast uh, content kind of um, drying up. But I think this year I found good pace in finding shows that I really want to go to, you know, quality over quantity. And one of them was Eric Pritz hollow over Pritz giving Thanksgiving week back in November. Now the story for this one, um, you know, it's a massive show that obviously when I saw was coming a few months back, I was like, that's going to be one I'm going to hit. I've never seen the hollow show. I've only seen Eric Pritz at, in Boston, actually, at Big Night Live and The Grand. I've seen him as Ceresdi and Eric Pritz. And then I also saw him in Brooklyn at the Navy Yard two years ago. But that wasn't a hollow show. I missed his hollow show at Ultra because we had decided to go to Martin Garrix instead, which is a decision I am still happy with, especially now that I did get to see the hollow show. But he announced three shows, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday of Thanksgiving week. So... Things kind of slip away. I forget about it. And I'm about a week away from Thanksgiving looking for tickets. And so many of them are just so expensive. I think Friday and Saturday sold out. The only show was Wednesday that had tickets available through the Dice app. Now, I don't know about you. I knew this was going to be a late show. I knew this was going to be a big boy show. And this wasn't going to be, you know, oh, yeah, we'll go to, we'll go to Eric Pritz the night before Thanksgiving and then get home at a reasonable hour and be my best version of myself at the Thanksgiving table with my family and loved ones. So I I quickly ruled out Wednesday. I wasn't going to do the get home at 5 a.m., you know, not be of any help in the kitchen and kind of just be a zombie walking away on, you know, Thanksgiving day. So we decided to look into getting tickets off of Reddit, Facebook, Twitter, you know, the the online platforms that are very dangerous in today's world. Getting a ticket off of Reddit, getting a ticket off of Twitter. It's, you know, you're really, it's a gamble. I've gotten screwed with scammers and I've, I've had false confidence in myself that I was able to kind of weed out what's legit and what's not. But luckily I got tickets for myself and two friends. Shout out Pat and Sean for Saturday night, which Felt like the best, you know, the best idea for us. Again, Thanksgiving week, we were enjoying home. It was a nice reset. Going all the way to the show was going to be, you know, a a journey and and a lot. So it was going to take a lot of energy. So we thought Saturday night, that'll give us time at home. And then we can come into the city, go to the show in Brooklyn, see Hollow for the first time. Shout out to the guy who gave us the tickets um, through Reddit. Was really easy going. I basically told him. And if you're ever trying to get a ticket off of Reddit, if you're ever trying to get a ticket off of Twitter, you know, I can really speak more to Reddit. First thing you got to do is just check their username and their Reddit profile. If it was made within the last six months, don't buy tickets from them. If their karma isn't up, if they have very few interactions on their Reddit account, they're probably going to scam you. If they're trying to use Zelle or anything but Venmo, personally speaking, I'm a Venmo guy. I think Zelle is sketchy. When I have gotten scammed, it's been through Zelle. And whenever you have to download a payment app, usually that's a bad sign. And I think you just have to be firm. You have to be understanding that, you know, you don't have, these people don't have to sell you the tickets if they don't want to, but you have to have your best, you know, interest in mind. So got this guy 
his Reddit account seemed pretty normal. He actually had posted on some like above and beyond Reddits like in the past couple of years. So that, you know, was my, my green lights were on. I was like, okay, this is, this is legit. This guy's into dance music. Seemingly, if he is a scammer, then, then good on him for doing his research. And I straight up asked him, I was like, listen, man, I've gotten screwed in the past. Um, if you can send me a ticket first, so I know that it's a real ticket through the Dice app. Once I receive it, I'll pay you for that ticket. And then you can send the other one. I'll pay you for that one. And then send the other one, pay for that one. Um, and he was super, super easygoing. Obviously, some people who are legit selling a ticket and they're not necessarily scammers, they might not want to do that. But I think you have to understand that they don't have to, they don't have to do it if you don't want to and you might get turned down. But I think it's, it's safer that way to just ensure that you're receiving the ticket that you're getting. But also, whenever you're getting a ticket, not through a official source, you know, be prepared that you might get scammed no matter how, you know, much you do, no matter how much due diligence you do. So it worked out for us. We got tickets. They were like a hundred bucks each on the resale. They were going for like two forty. So we, we considered it a win. And this was the third and final night of the Eric Pritz Thanksgiving week, uh, put on by tech support. So it was at the Brooklyn Navy yard, a new venue that I had never been to. I don't know exactly which one it was massive warehouse in Brooklyn. And the anticipation for the show is obviously massive. I think Eric Pritz fans are similar to the Grateful Dead fans or, you know, big jam band fans where if you go on the Eric Pritz Reddit, they are dissecting every set that he makes, every set show that he puts on. They're talking about IDs that he hasn't played since 2012. They have a long list of IDs that they kind of coined by where he played it. So like Echo Stage 2019, Eric Pritz ID is a big one. The Prida Barcelona 2005 or whatever it might be is like they have all these kind of organized following. And it's really cool from a dance music perspective. I, I, I don't think there's many artists in dance music out there that have a following who are that like analytical with what is he playing and he switches up his sets so much. So I was excited, and Eric Pritz is one of my favorites. He's one of those artists where I certainly know a lot of his music. He's always someone I'm playing. I always want to see him when he's in town, but I don't know all of his songs. I'm not going to sit here and, and play Eric Pritz trivia and, and you know score with flying colors, but I was really excited, and this was marketed. The I guess the drama around the Eric Pritz shows was it was marketed by tech support as three unique hollow shows. And again, we went night three. Nights one and two got the exact same set. People were not happy. And people started saying, night three, is it going to be the same set? And I understand disappointment from fans' perspectives. If you're being told you're going to get three unique shows, and then you buy tickets to all three nights, hoping for three different shows, and you get the first two nights are the exact same, that's a bummer. That stinks. I think the other side of that is... Obviously, there's big Eric Pritz fans out there. I don't think you need to go see all three Hollow shows. And a massive Eric Pritz fan is going to tell me to shut up. I don't know what I'm talking about. That's completely fair. Hollow is such a crazy experience that after seeing it on Saturday night, I couldn't even imagine going back the next day and doing it two days in a row. It's a lot to take in. It's a lot to digest. I mean, it is you know, insane audio visual experience and you see it marketed and it's become almost 
a thing in the dance music world that I think is almost overplayed online. It's so catered to people taking their phone out and videotaping how crazy the visuals are, how big the screen is, just the insane lasers and everything like that. And it kind of markets itself in that in that sense. Um, but Night 3 did get a different set. And I'm sure there was a couple of other differences, but I think the three biggest differences in the set were he played his personal Jesus remix, he played his church's Tether remix, and he played Lilo, his original song that he made for a fan who had died of cancer, I believe. Personal Jesus, Tether, and Lilo are literally three of my favorite Eric Pritt songs. Lilo specifically, I've seen him again three times, so this is my fourth time seeing him, and I've been chasing that song. And to get it on Saturday night at the Hollow Show, to get the Tether remix, which I, according to Reddit, he hasn't played since like 2015 or something like that. Personal Jesus and everything else with the venue, with the show, with the production was mind-blowing it was really a show that's really hard to put into words again this was the week of thanksgiving so i'm a couple weeks removed but for me it lived completely up to the hype i would have i you know i would recommend it to anyone i except for people who aren't you know well versed in going to dance music shows we were joking that this isn't necessarily somebody you know this isn't necessarily a show that you bring your friend to who's never been to a dance music concert it's a (laughs) high intensity you know, um, off trail skiing type show, just in the sense of it's heavy, it's loud. The venue was great. I mean, these, I think this new Navy yard is something that they're putting a lot of shows on through tech support. And it was certainly packed. It may have been packed worse on nights one and two. I, I'm not exactly sure, but we kind of took it for what it was. We knew it was going to be packed. The show started at 1.30. He played till 3.30. So he played a two-hour set. We kind of found a spot where we, we were able to get space. But, man, it was a show that I was excited that I was there for. And I'm really happy we decided to go. You know, Knowing how big of a show it was and how intense it was going to be, I think there was a part of us during that Thanksgiving week when we were all home with our families and, and hanging out and, and you know relaxing. We were like, man, are we really going to go to Brooklyn for a 1.30 Eric Pritz hollow show? And sure enough, we went and no regrets about it. It was it was pretty unbelievable. Um, and then this Saturday, I'm going to see Lay Youth. He's playing in Brooklyn at Brooklyn Steel. It'll be my first time seeing a Lay Youth headlining show. He's touring his About Us album, which came out earlier this fall, I believe in September, which is Lay Youth was my number three artist this year. Um on Spotify wrapped. He's always in my top five. He's one of the best. This never happened. DJs. I would say him, Sultan and Shepard and lane eight, obviously, um, are the big three guns from that label. And, you know, just cause I took a month off, nothing has changed. This never happened is, is still what's playing in my headphones most of the days. And I'm really excited. Lay youth is doing the about us kind of um, 360 immersion tour where he's getting in the crowd. He's hugging people. He's kissing babies. He's dancing with the crowd. So Masane is opening it for him on Saturday. Loved his album. I am really excited to see his own show and kind of see what he does with a full set and full production. So that's the next show I'm going to this Saturday in Brooklyn. So if anyone's going, let me know. I'll be there. And 
I mentioned the Spotify wrapped. I kind of wanted to give some Spotify wrapped stats from my end. It obviously is a meme at this point where sharing your Spotify rap, nobody really cares. You know, nobody's going to overreact that you had A, B, or C artist in your in your Spotify rap. But with a dance music podcast, I think I'm warranted to share. I know I shared it last year. And I'll probably do before the end of 2023 my, you know, favorite album, favorite tracks. But this might give away some of that. Um some personal uh, takeaways was it was really cool because so many of the XU alumni guests that we've had on the show were on my Spotify wrapped, you know, year end playlist that they put together for you. And Spotify wraps the best. It really is. It's like a national holiday at this point. It's one of my favorite days of the year. Being able to see the songs that you may have forgot that you listened to earlier in the year and the songs that made a big push towards the top of your list in the end of the year. It's just a great thing. I've been listening to my top songs in 2023 since it came out. Um, but yeah, Blonde Maze was on my was on my Spotify wrapped. Linny, Ocula, of course. Bunt, who's having just a massive blow up since he came onto the XU podcast. So maybe we have to get Bunt back on the podcast. Goldfish, their album came out. We had them on the pod this year. They were on there a couple of times. Cheeks, who was on the podcast, new new producer from Boston. He was on there as well, too. So that's really cool to just see artists that I've had the chance to have conversations with, share them with you guys on my rap, being some of my most played artists and songs of the year. I think when I started this podcast, I really made it a point that I want to certainly have guests on, but I also want to have conversations about music and with artists that I personally and, you know, have a bias towards because I love them and it's what I like and I'm interested in the art that... I enjoy so much. So having those people on and seeing them on the year-end review, it, it, it's really cool to see. Uh, but what was even cooler was the podcast, Spotify Wrapped, which I shared on the Instagram. But being that I had taken about a month off from doing episodes, this was a great kind of kickstart for me to be like, all right, let's get back to, to releasing some episodes for people to listen to. Um, XU Podcast, I produced over a 1,000 minutes and the coolest thing was the XU podcast was for 276 people, a top 10 podcast that they listened to. There was 191 people who listen where I was in their top five podcasts that they listened to in 2023. And 75 people had the XU podcast as their number one listened to podcast in the past year, which is super cool. Again, I know a lot of people who listen to this podcast are friends of mine, people I send it to, and I can assure you, I certainly don't have 75 people that are listening to this because they know who I am and they're just, you know, supporting me. You know, maybe my mom has shared it with a couple of her friends, but for real, the fact that 75 people and, you know, over, you know, almost 400 people had me, whether in it was top 10 or top five, had the show in their top playlist um, is wild and super awesome. And I'm very grateful for everyone that listens to it. And, you know, I think it's really cool that people have kind of connected with it in, in one way or another. And I love producing these, these podcasts and these shows and talking to DJs, talking to fans, talking to producers, whatever it might be, and sharing these conversations with you. So seeing that really wanted, you know, it made me want to get back. And, and that's why, you know, we're right back into it. Took a month off, took a breather, reset, 
you know, I think the past month or so has been weird, especially with Spotify. I don't know about you guys, but my Spotify, you know, release radar, my new music Friday, something's up with it. There's a bug. Half the songs on my playlist are from the week before. So I'm still doing XU Fridays, of course, and the support on that is awesome. But last week I was like, I'm just going to put songs from my top, top songs from the year. So as awesome as Spotify is with the wrapped and, you know, being my, my choice for music streaming, they always have some bugs, whether it's in the, you know, group sessions, listening with your friends at the same time, or just some of the playlists not refreshing. And I've, I've, uh, I've been slacking on finding, you know, new music from new artists. So if you have good stuff that you've been listening to, send it my way. I'm always open to, you know, new fan picks and, and songs you guys are into and artists that you've recently found. So let me know. And then one last stat from the XU Spotify wrapped number one episode of the year was episode 61 dancing astronaut returns. Second time that Ross came on the podcast and we chatted about lane eight, we chatted about I Will Leave the Light On, which was my number one song of the year with the Sultan and Shepherd remix, and it rounded out my top five with the original. Second I heard that song at Forest Hills, I knew it was going to be one of my favorites, and the remix and the original being in my top five um, definitely you know goes to show how true that was. So uh, yeah, guys, I'm again, I, I appreciate all the love and people listening to the podcast. I'm doing my best. Again, I run this show by myself. I don't have anyone help me with the editing or the posting. You know, not that it's a crazy overhaul, but you know, I think I just needed a little bit of a break to take a step back, reset, get you know excited about talking about talking to artists, talking about music, and uh, yeah, going back to that dancing astronaut returns. Ross will be at the Layu show, so maybe we'll do a part three with him. Um, you know, sometime soon, whether it's about the Layu show or just getting him back on. I know he's going, you know, he's had a crazy year and he was over in Amsterdam for um, the Amsterdam music, you know, dance week. So uh, that is episode 73, guys. Again, back solo this week. We do have interviews coming. I promise you. I know I say that all the time, but we do have episodes already booked and more people that I'm talking to. But if you have someone you think would be good for the podcast, whether it's an artist you like, you know, who's maybe lesser known, they're bigger, you think somebody, you know, who works in the music industry might be interesting to talk with. I think we're going to look at the guests that we have on a little more closely and, and try to pick people who will not just bring, you know, insight, but just good conversation that kind of fit the podcast. So again, can't thank you guys enough. XU podcast, staying strong. We're going on two plus years now. Of, of doing the podcast, 73 episodes in. The next milestone is going to be 100. So let's do it together, guys. Episodes almost every Thursday. I say almost because some weeks I will take a break. Maybe there's not going to be stuff to talk about. But Thursdays at noon, wherever you listen to podcasts. Just kidding. Right now we're only on Spotify. But appreciate you guys. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Those are the main two. I've kind of slowed down with the TikToks. I can't really keep up with that. But maybe in the future, it's X underscore U underscore pod. X underscore Y-O-U underscore pod. That's episode 73. I'm Andrew. We're back, baby. See you guys.